Welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For more fun times. And and shenanigans. shenanigans. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the party. This is our sibling duo podcast slash YouTube channel about life with chronic and invisible illnesses, Mm -hmm. including the mental and emotional. I'm mental and she's emotional. Yes. Where can they find us? Oh, God, you can find us all over the place. You want to watch us? Uh, we're on YouTube. That's where most of our content is is yes. best viewed, I'd guess. Um, we're also on most uh, podcasting platforms mm-hmm. like Audible. We're not going to be on Google. Yeah, Google Podcast, I think, is going moving away. Moving to but... Google Music. So there's a change there. Thanks, yeah. Bay, for letting us know. Yes. But also small ones like Podbean um, and Spotify. and yeah. Not small. Audible. But, yeah. I think you said it. Already, I did. But... Yeah, no. And then you can join us. Indeed. You can join us on Discord, uh, where the link is in our description. Um, It is a wonderful community full of wonderful people who are more than willing to help and just let you talk it out. It's all good. Mm -hmm. You can also join us for our lives from Discord and from YouTube. And we do those Friday evenings and Saturday mornings. Mountain Mountain time. time. There you go. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Yeah. It gets weird from here. We have a really interesting topic, so I'm excited. Because mm-hmm. last week, we, well, not last. Yeah, yeah last, last week. week. Last week, we talked about um, what letting go of what you need to let go of, right? Yeah. Letting go of what you can't have. In this episode, we talk about dispelling the echo of crisis, meaning that we are looking to come down from that fight, flight, freeze state of being after mm-hmm. a long period of living in crisis. And we've got to retrain our nervous system in order to achieve a better and longer lasting calm that we can actually enjoy. Yeah. We also get into the subject of panic attacks and how we've dealt with them and what it was like for us. So if that's too much for you, maybe avoid it. If you think it's something worthwhile, check it out. Check it out. So we'll get into that. Yes. But first, it is time Time for for the the weekly recap. Check in. Indeed. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I can go first. Okay. Um, I, my, my movie wasn't as eventful as yours. You had an appointment. I did. And it went amazing because I love my pain management clinic now. And I'm so jealous. Oh God. I and it, go. it was so quick. We went in, checked in was like three seconds. I didn't have to fill out like yeah. thousands of like, are you suicidal? Are you, suicidal? are you really suicidal? Are you, uh, are you lying about not being suicidal? <laughs> and I graduated to the four month plan Ooh. because all my tests have come back perfect. Cause Beautiful. of course they would. Um, and she was just delightful. She sat down. She's like, so what's going on? And I was like, uh, my hip is still smashed. I think I've destroyed the labrum officially. And she's like, OK, we'll look at that. Yeah. Get that going. And then we talked about what's going on with Jen. Jen's grandmother's in hospice. Yeah. So thoughts and prayers. Ugh, she's she's having a hard couple months. It's a hard the, transition. The Jen. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's a oh, lot. And Jen is just yeah, it's just it's raining crap there. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's justice for Jen. Justice for Jen. <laughs> Hashtag justice, justice for, for Jen. Jen. Um, uh, and then she just was like, what do you want to do this month for care? And I told her what I was comfortable with. And she was like, that sounds good. And then she filled some things that she wasn't supposed to. Really? Yeah. She was like, your your primary care should be doing these. But I'm, I'm here. I'll fill them. And I was like, oh, nice. thank you. Then I'll have to make a third trip. Or another right. fourth trip. Because <clears throat> a lot of it is you have to have an appointment. Yeah. And then another appointment and then another appointment. Yeah. And then it takes three weeks to schedule and then you're out of meds for three weeks or yep. two weeks or however long. Yep. Yep. 
she Ugh. avoided that. And it was the Cymbalta too. So Which is great. Yeah, yeah you don't want to go that. without Cymbalta. Yeah. Um and then weirdly, Wal Walgreens was ready. I know. You told me they were ready when you got there. Yeah, normally what, straight from the clinic. We go from the clinic to the Walgreens and we wait for like four hours. Uh-huh. Like that's just baked into how we run it. Because yeah. you know, they they've been chaos lately. No, they were ready when we got there. Which is crazy. So we just went and picked up meds. Like it should be. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Weird stuff. Uh, still blown away <laughs> by that. Uh, and then what else? I spent a lot of time with the with the daughter because mm-hmm. she's been she had a dance this week oh. and she got to do the dance and Fun. she was bored at the dance and upset that that they promised outstanding food. Yeah, you know, like they do. Like there will be food, and it was like a dollar for a piece of gum, what, and a dollar for like chips, and then two dollars for a soda. And she's like, "That was a letdown." I was like, "I know. I'm sorry, love." Wow. Yeah, she was. None they too did not pleased. plan that well. Mm-mm. Um, but she got to go and she, she looked amazing. Yeah. Oh, God, I want to see pictures. I think there are pictures of her. They're better. Cause be. she did her makeup and yeah. she, she got this dress on. She looked great. And her hair's like this weird jellyfish, uh, wolf cut combo yeah. thing. Oh, it's so beautiful on her though. Oh yeah. She rocks it. Amazing. And she's been having pr- trouble with mean girls lately, mm-hmm. just berating every little thing. And so she's been like we've been spending the evenings together decompressing and right deconstructing it all yes and not internalizing mm-hmm. yeah and she's been sleeping in my office yeah. post remodel because it's comfy uh-huh oh it's so comfy the couch, the couch is, oh. is made of sleep yeah that's what it is that's why we we used it for so long yeah. like that's it, it was so couch. comfortable that's what it's for yeah yeah and it does it puts her to sleep and so her sleep schedule has been perfect which is great because this child was like awake at All 1 a.m. Yeah. Or 4 a.m. Or mm-hmm. both. She would fall asleep at like 4. Yeah. And then get up at 7 and be very, very angry. But she's I been waking be up Jeez. at like 4, but she's been going to bed at like 7. Wow. So like she's rested through the day. At least she's rested. Yeah. yeah. It's been really nice. Um, she's a night owl, so it makes sense getting up early and just having the house to herself. Yeah. Oh, I totally. It. it fits her. Yeah. Um, And then... Just working on, oh, I found a new tool for making shorts, which yeah. was really cool. Um, it's like an AI and it pulls shorts from our clips. Like I'll, yeah. I'll give it our our episode. Uh-huh. And then three, three or four hours later, it'll be like, here's a list of episodes that have like the correct search right, materials. Search they're, they're, they're trending right now. Yeah. And it did a really good job. So we're going to do one of those a week because mm-hmm. you can only do so many per right. month. Right, without paying for the plan. Yeah, it's like fifty dollars a month. Otherwise, no, thank you. Or five hundred dollars annually. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. So we're we're gonna take advantage of like one or two. Yes, makes sense. And then we'll continue with Randy because Randy's way better. That's what we told him today. He was like, "Do you want me to continue?" I was like, "Yes." Yes. Your your shorts are amazing. I love your shorts. He's working really hard. And your he pants. Your pants are great. Paying attention, so we can compliment him right now. It's fun. And we can see him. You beautiful bastard. So we get to watch as he can't hear while we say <laughs> nice things at him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is this is the whole point of the oh, studio. Oh, it's wonderful. Now I can do I these things. I love this. Uh, my week? Your week. My week. I had I had a really, really busy and really exhausting week, but I had a good week for the yeah, most part. So last weekend, oh no, last weekend I had Evan. Yeah. Face. So I have trigeminal neuralgia, which means sometimes the bones in my face feel like they are melting out of my face. Um, and I had a bad. really bad episode last Friday. Friday. 
and then into Saturday. Saturday evening was really bad. And then Sunday evening was another like bad episode. Mm -hmm. And then the weather flipped and then I was like, okay, I guess I'm fine now. Um, so he's been making an appearance every so often doing whatever. And then I had a horrible headache the other night that turned into trigeminal neuralgia. God. Go figure. Um, but I, I was stupid. I, I did a, I deserve a clean house and hurt. Oh body. yeah. I went and I, uh, worked out cause I had a horrible temple headache oh. and I couldn't function. Oh. And so I went and I was like, I'll just go to the gym. Yeah. This is a good plan. And so I did that and then I came home and then I was finally able to crack something. And then I injured my wrist at work by opening a door. Yeah. That was it. Like I, I went to open the door and I grabbed hold of the handle because it's one of those like it's it's like this. Mm -hmm. So I grabbed hold of the handle and two of my fingers slipped off and I was left with just the two and the door was heavier than I initially thought it was. And so I wound up pulling my wrist out and then slammed it back in after I let go of the door. It was really bad. Like I clutched it, went into the office and I was like, I did a bad thing. And they were like, what did you do? I'm like, I dislocated my wrist and I need a space away from children to be in pain for a minute. Yeah. And so I went around the corner and I was just like, oh my God, died for a little while. And uh, yeah, that was fun. And then I had a massage. Are you watching the cat? Yeah, he's behind you on the shelf. Crazy. He says, Why are you not paying attention to me? Love me. Cat break, cat break. Cat break forever. He's like, I want to get up here. There you go. That's where he wanted to be. Now that we have a bigger space, we have a bigger yes. cat opening. A bigger cat opening. So uh he cat says, break. I'm the boss. Um, but yeah, so dislocated my wrist. Uh went to urgent care and they were like, yeah, it's all lined up now, so sucks to suck. Yeah. And then I've had nerve pain ever since in my hand and well, my your thumb. Well, your thumb was swollen. My thumb was really swollen. It's still swollen. Like, it is still swollen. Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, we'll put in a uh, referral for ortho. So I don't know if I'll fill it or not. Because <laughs> I'm already like, I feel like a fraud. I went and I sat there and there was nothing wrong. I mean, nothing that they could do right. anything about. They didn't shame you either, though. They no, weren't like, no. why are you here? It was just like, because of your history, we'll put in the thing. And here's a nice splint. They, they were like, we're glad you came in yeah. even. So. so I got a nice splint out of it that I used for like a few hours before I was irritated that I couldn't use right. my hand. And then I took it off because I'm a menace and I don't know how to like take care of myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... It was just a really good week with kids, though. Yeah, I had a really, really good week with kids. If if you want the like awesome. the the deets, go watch the lives. Yeah, because we we talk about it more there. Yeah, because they're just a lot of good interactions. Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, good week with kids. Um, really good live yesterday. Really good live this morning. Yeah, thank you Feeling guys. Motivated and happy. Yeah, and, uh, I've never felt this content weird. with season one. Yeah, but now I'm like I'm about it. Yeah. I can I can now be like, yeah, go watch season one. Yeah. Which is weird because usually it would be like cringe doesn't exist. D d Blinders. Don't look yeah. behind the curtain. There's no window. <laughs> there is no window. Guys, I know it's been like every week you There's ask no about window. it. There's nothing there. No window. It's okay. Hear that? That's wall. <laughs> That's wall. 
that's what walls sounds like. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Let me explain <laughs> walls to you. Yeah. But it's weird. It feels like turning a page, right? Like we're we're in a new chapter yeah. of the podcast, but not only the podcast with um, how I'm feeling at work and how I'm feeling like socially and emotionally. Say, like personally, yeah. I've been going like growth wise. I've, I've been feeling it. Right. Like it's. Yeah. It's that time. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's the hermit crab time. We got to get our bigger shells. Time to grow. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just interesting. But it's weird not living in crisis. Yes. And that is the moral of what we're going to go into today. Mm -hmm. Because I noticed this this week. And I think you had a you kind of had noticed it the in the same time frame no what are you talking about <laughs> no I absolutely i, I told like, her I earlier it's like said. no i've been going through it like that just there have been days where i'm like even even being in crisis but not yeah. being in crisis well and that's the thing is like instead of being in crisis we have things that are happening mm -hmm. but we're handling it right and we're handling it peacefully yeah <laughs> like we're not there there's no feeling of direness and crisis which it. just means that we've we've broken the cycle. Yes. The mood-based learning that would normally trigger me. Right. Like with the stuff going on with Jen. Mm -hmm. Like normally that would be heavy yeah. on the mind. Yes. At least subconsciously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that would be affecting me a lot more. Right. But we're addressing it forward. Mm -hmm. We're taking it head on. And yeah. we're not diminishing it. But we're not like. Well, panicking. and we're facing it in a way that's like we do what we can when we can. Mm-hmm. And then when we don't have any more actionable steps, we wait and we yeah. wait for more information and we wait for more things like more doors to open. And we don't let the wait become like a bad right. thing. The wait, the wait's not its own crisis right. anymore, which is interesting. So it's it, it is. It's just a strange feeling to not be in it mm -hmm. and to be enjoying the little things and be able to slow down and notice that we're not in crisis because that in and of itself is very strange yeah because i think before it's very much like pain you don't notice when it's, when it's gone. gone yeah you just notice when it's there or when it's getting worse you don't notice as much when it's poof mm -hmm. which in a weird way trigeminal neuralgia taught me to notice those breaks yeah yeah well and we, through it me too because we were yeah. we were tracking it for a while yeah and and that got me in the mode of thinking like notice when right there's a change not yeah. that it's happened it's it's a weird thing because like we would do 10 minute spans of this is i'm in pain and at this level mm -hmm. and then noticing when it dropped to zero and i had those little breaks because before it really felt like i had been in pain 24 right. 7 it was constant. like seven days a week Every day, every every time I opened my eyes, I was in horrible pain. You are such a show off, you little ham. He's like, somebody love me. Do it now. But the trigeminal neuralgia and going through that has taught me how to notice those little breaks and take advantage of them, which yeah. is so nice. Yeah, well, think about it. Like before, if you were plotting it, you were just missing data points yeah so it was a constant pain meter yeah and then when you were taking in the the drop like right. you actually got a break because yeah. you were you're actually taking it in I was like present for the break yeah and i wasn't focused on the pain mm -hmm. um yeah it's a very strange scent like realization yeah and yet it feels like 
being present where you hadn't been before yes at all like yes. you, you suddenly are here and you're like wow this is bizarre when i was having the tooth pain yeah. like the really like the last month i've been having it like yeah. gnarly um i was noticing when it would stop yeah so that i could enjoy it you know right. instead of just being like oh it just hurts all the time yeah no there there were a lot of times when it was fine yeah and i was able to function and be like oh no this is we're good right right and it's the functionality that's like hugely important and pain impacts functionality like nothing else it's crazy mm -hmm. not to mention like the fatigue and all of that but being able to be present when things are okay yeah is like i get to install that in my memories yeah i don't have to have a running list of like well that was awful <laughs> yeah the last two years have been really hard They've been really hard. If you've been with us for the podcast, you know quite a bit about like what we have gone through. And there are still things behind the scenes that weren't talked about just because they weren't mine to talk about. Um, yeah. But now that we're kind of on the other side of that, like I can look back on it and be like, that was really hard, but I still learned from it. Well, and and the cool part is because we're in the moment and you're yeah. noticing the good. It, it'll re it reinforces the it's not forever. Yes. So the next time you're in it, you yeah. won't feel you. You'll be like, no, it will get different. Like, right. When it looks attention. like this is forever. But yeah, I've noticed that there is a good time. So right. Because I remember like that crossing was crossing a bridge. You feel like you're on the bridge forever. But there is another side. Right. To it. There was a moment where you were just in it and you're like, yeah. this is foreseeable. Like, yeah. this is it. Yep. And I was like, it is, but it will change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially the trigeminal neuralgia, because I didn't yeah. know what to expect. And it was like nothing else I'd ever experienced mm. before. And I thought I had like, I thought my well of knowledge was pretty deep at that point. <laughs> then uh, you learned a new thing. I knew I learned a new thing. But I did learn to be able to come out of the crisis. Mm -hmm. But now the question is like, the functioning outside of the crisis still feels strange yes right like not it's almost like you had anxiety forever and ever and ever and then suddenly it stopped that's exactly it though. and then you're anxious because it stopped because your guard is now down like yeah. you have to you have to let your guard down to enjoy the moment right, right. you have to accept that there's no crisis and that yeah. everything's okay right which is hard yes especially if you're waiting for the next crisis and you're yeah, like if God. i let my guard down because this is the story so many people tell themselves and I have told myself and I'm sure you. Have told oh, absolutely. Yourself, where it's like, if I let my guard down now, the crisis is going to catch me with my guard. down. Right, something else will pop so up. So I'll just keep my guard up forever. Mm -hmm. And then I won't be surprised by any of the bad stuff that happens. Except you wear yourself so thin doing that. Exactly. And you're not enjoying the breaks that you have. Right. You're not taking advantage of those like those spans of rest and calm mm -hmm. and peace in your life. Um, and I think really missing out on a lot too, because that anxiety is consuming. And even if you're like, oh, I'm just protecting myself. It's still anxiety. You're yeah. protecting yourself because you're anxious about the thing that might be coming or might not be coming. Mm -hmm. But then you wait for the next one. If that's all you're looking for. Yeah. If it's you're always going to be there wait and wait. And, and then wait. you think you're right. You're yeah. like, oh, see, see, I knew it. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, but. Yeah, and you just build the walls up more. Confirmation bias, bud. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, it, I'd even catch myself doing that and be like, that's mm -hmm. confirmation bias, but still, you, you yeah. still internalize it. Right. 
you're still like i was still right though yeah. i mean like i waited for the thing but it still happened yeah that's life like things right. are gonna happen that's like walking around with an umbrella saying uh, well it's gonna rain mm -hmm. and you're like yes eventually it will rain you will be right eventually but you also have an umbrella out and it's perfectly sunny currently mm -hmm. friend but we do we wind up especially in seasons in our lives where we are in crisis for so long that we don't know how to get out of that constant state of fight flight freeze fawn right and it this goes perfectly with like oh my gosh co this is kosho and he is he's a big baby an attention whore. yes he is um especially lately he's very cute though but i was trying to say um Fight, fight. complex ptsd there you go complex ptsd's like survivors of complex ptsd we we spend our entire childhoods or those huge long seasons of our lives in different forms of trauma and different forms of crisis yep. and in that we develop maladaptive coping skills that help us to survive that but then on the other side those coping skills are not serving us anymore no. So it's like you have them at the time. They serve a purpose at the time, yeah. but then you have to move out of them. Exactly. Like there has to be a transition to. Yes. To not panic. Yeah. Yeah. And not like stuck in that waiting for something to go horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's like that hypervigilance. And there's a ton of other symptoms of that type of anxiety. Yeah. That are really disruptive to your life. And it makes it hard to do anything. It makes it hard to enjoy anything. Yeah. I still I still have issues sitting in certain places. Oh, yeah. Like if I don't see a doorway, I, I, I still get this like tingling in the back of my I neck. I need to be I, like, against a wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I need my right hand on the outside. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I need to be able to react mm -hmm. with the appropriate hand. Yeah. See, but these are just. Yeah. Things that we've picked up that aren't serving us at the moment. Right. Unless you've got ninjas after you and we don't know about it. You've got what? Ninjas. Ninjas. Like ninjas, but but ninjas. Uh, <laughs> They're just little girl ninjas. Ninjas. Little. I hate this. <laughs> you've never been attacked by the ninjas? No, never. Oh, oh, lucky. <laughs> been attacked by the nieces. She's kind of a ninja. <laughs> not really. Yeah, not anymore. She's like a full adult. It's very strange. She's not a very good My ninja. niece is a big, big kid. <laughs> she got called, what, 17, 18 last yeah, night in the life? That was funny. Poor doggo. <laughs> she loved that. Yeah. She loved every minute of that. She's like, oh, I can't believe you said that about me. Uh -huh. No, she She's loved like, it. Oh, am I old? Yeah, how old am I? Look at the ring of pollen he has left. Yep. Here. You're disgusting, sir. <laughs> you need to get your stuff together and leave. Get, get out. Get, shoo, shoo. Oh, she's <laughs> Kosho, oh. honestly. Okay, down, dumb boy, down. <laughs> okay. Back to what Enough we were of that saying. Cat mess. I don't know. Oh, he's leaving now. Bye, buddy. But yeah, no, it's you learn, and it's hard. It's really hard because your brain has developed these pathways that say this is how we keep ourselves safe. Oh, absolutely. We watch the doors. We keep our back to a wall. We are hyper vigilant about sounds. We are. I don't know if anybody else is like this or if it's just an ADHD trait hmm. or if it's combination ADHD and trauma, but the ability to identify sounds. Oh, God. 
I know exactly right? what you're talking where about. Where you're like, I heard something that Behind triggered me. my brain. And you know where it is. Exactly. Yeah. I know where that sound came from. And what and it was. And usually I know what it is. Or something. Or you, you like hold your breath to find out what it yeah. is. You're like, wait, I need to Analyzing. be able to hear. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I get that. Oh, I'm big on identifying sounds. But that's how I like keep myself calm in the moment. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of my more functional skills is to be able to be like ah trigger and then before panic i go what was yeah. that yeah first was it something that's worth my attention so that's, or was that's it like an example something of something that still serves you though because yeah. it helps you stay calm instead of triggering yourself right. from being started but it's a difference from being triggered and then having to identify the sound while triggered right <laughs> where you're like oh my god someone's dead yeah no yeah, no, I get that. Especially with like popping sounds, I had mm-hmm. it really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird because like, I I had that school shooting thing. Yeah, and it, the the <laughs> popping sounds didn't bother me until like thirty four, and then well, something about it would start triggering switched. the memories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, when I started addressing it too, like mm-hmm. this is the thing that happened, and it it legit happened, and it wasn't a it was a big deal. Yeah, my because yeah. up until then I was like, ah, oh, it's fine. I, Right. hadn't happened to me it just well, happened i didn't know about it until you're like See, that's weird. i don't know five that's so weird to me ago. because i shared it with everyone i thought that everyone in the family knew because mm-hmm. i shared it with dad and mom yeah. well they wouldn't have told us anyway yeah that it would have explained a lot though yeah <laughs> but they'd have to believe you first <laughs> yep yeah 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 but there are there's still those like triggers that we have to deal with mm-hmm and and the goal is not to like not be triggered because that is a lot of work in and of itself. Yeah, that's, that's not something like, we're casually addressing. By yeah. the way, just stop being triggered. Quit being triggered. You'll feel better. Doesn't work that way. No. But how are you managing your responses to those triggers? Right. And letting yourself get to calm. Yes. Right. It's like we said, it's a lot of work to get to calm. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what we're going to get to. Right. Yeah. Like. So step one, you've noticed the calm yeah which is really hard to do yes to be like nothing's on fire right weird noticing it without being like oh there will be something on fire tomorrow yeah planning for it right like to be like oh everything is okay at the moment Mm -hmm. and for the foreseeable future or and i know people do this where you go looking for a new fire oh yeah because when you have been traumatized and you've lived in fight, flight, freeze, fawn for so long, the calm feels scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is unsettling to be like nothing's on fire. You have, you have, you have to make really yourself weird. very vulnerable too, yes. right? Like you're opening up to letting an yeah. experience happen. Right. That you you're not in control of it anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what you get with the fight, flight, and fawn. Like you, you're yeah. controlling yourself in that situation, so you have control. Right. Or a sense of control. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the only thing you could control. But with calm, you're like, wow, the sun is up. Things are happening and I'm enjoying this. You're like, you're letting things occur around yes. you. And you're just like, yeah, this is great. I'm not on edge. <laughs> but you're secretly on edge. Yeah. <laughs> that's and what that's we're trying like, to I've seen, I've seen it in students, too, where things will get calm and they get nervous. Yeah. And they get anxious. And then they start pushing people's buttons. So they, they, they got to shake something up. Yep. Because that's what feels normal. Mm-hmm. Because it and does. Safe. You have to, you have to adapt, and then it feels normal and safe because you know what you're expecting. Yeah. And you know that like you can handle it, or you know how you've handled it in the past, or however it may be. But 
yeah, the calm can be scary. Yeah, it takes a lot unsettling. of rewiring because like you said before, you have those wired in neuropathways. Yes. That you've built mm -hmm. and they, they had a job and they yeah. did their job. And now you're 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 consciously going, mm, but we could try something else. Right. Which and your brain, your brain is lazy. It'll go for the shortest shortcut it knows mm -hmm. and the most used path it knows. Yeah. And it's like a conscious effort to kind of guide it down a new path until that one becomes familiar enough yeah. to take. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely it's not an easy thing. And it's not something that like, don't ever let anybody be like, well, just calm down. Mm. Everything's fine. And you're like, I know everything's fine now. Mm -hmm. But will it be? later right well and and also, that's the thing you always talk yourself back into danger. it right yeah so it's it's tough it's like you got to identify it and then call it out yes because that's what that works for me at least yeah. calling things out makes a huge difference yes. even if i'm being sarcastic about it yeah like that's how we improved our self-talk exactly huge and that's the same here being like i guess i'm safe oh safety right gross <laughs> well <laughs> But that that would help you build it up until you yeah. actually get, have a moment where you're sincere about it. Right. And you're like, oh, I guess I am safe. Yeah. And I guess I can let my guard down and, and enjoy this. That is such a like <sighs> affirmations are fascinating to me because we we don't hear I'm safe. Right. When people are talking about affirmations. Right. No. But I think that's a huge one, because if you're not feeling safe and you're not used to the safety you don't know how to function in that space. Right. And so, yeah, call it out. Like, I'm safe. I am safe right here, right where I'm at. I'm good. Mm -hmm. I am safe. Currently safe. Yeah. I was. That was part of what's triggered the, the whole thing last week yeah. was just being safe with Bug, right? Yeah. Being like, he's doing stuff. I don't need to participate. Uh -huh. He's not judging me. I'm yeah. not judging his work. He can just work and not feel weird that I'm here. Right. So right. there was like this moment of safe and I, and I took it in. That's why I was like really high on myself. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I took that huge moment. Yeah. To be able to do that. And like. It's different. It's very different when you're consciously aware of the safety around mm -hmm. you. And then when things may not be as safe and being able to switch between the two yeah because th things come and go and we know that like our, our whole saying that came from our little brother who you were just talking about um is that it gets different yeah things get different good things come and go and so do the bad things and learning to demoralize things also helps so much yes. when you're like it's not good it's not bad it just is, is. and we let the is be the is and we work around it mm -hmm. and we find ways to work around it and we use coping skills and I mean, healthier coping skills now for sure. Oh yeah. Rather than like, I'm going to go dissociate, uh, or it's funny to <laughs> think about chaos. now because it's, it was unhealthy, but at the same time it was what we needed at the time. Yeah. That's what we were capable of yeah. to get to where we are though. Well, and we, we need, we label them like unhealthy and healthy, but in reality it's like, Things we learned through trauma mm -hmm. and then things we learned to be able to counteract the things we learned through trauma. Right. Yeah. So it's not like it's unhealthy. It no. has worked for you up until this point. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we kept it around because it was functional. Yeah. 
in a time of trauma and crisis. But now that you're exiting, you got to go back and readdress that. Yeah. And understand that, A, first of all, you've made it through every single one of your worst days so far. Fact. That's amazing in and of itself, right? You did that and it's okay. And now you can start to take that armor off and go, I can handle whatever's coming next because I have survived up until this point. Right. And gosh darn it, we've seen some stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I can handle that as a child, I, I, I can probably handle whatever's coming. Weird, next. weird, weak story. Huh. Uh, Rory was was on a tangent about uh, death and stuff and it oh, said yeah. something that really triggered me. Mm. And I had to like stop me like, I can't have this conversation with you right now. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling on edge because you're bringing up memories of things that were like this that I went through. Yeah. And he was like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I, I get it. And I, I want to continue this conversation, but yeah. I can't go have this conversation with mom. And he did. That's awesome. And I was just like, go me. That's huge. Holy cow. And he handled it well. He didn't yeah. take it personal. He was like, okay, no, I understand. And he just, he went and talked to mom instead That's of me. That's amazing. Because yeah, yeah. It, that communication is enormous. Mm -hmm. Like working in special ed, part of my job right now is to help students build back their confidence yeah that they have control over themselves and their lives um and that was one of the like most amazing things that happened this week was i was able to talk to the staff and be like look this kid needs some control this kid needs some like autonomy mm -hmm. right so that he can build back that feeling of safety because thus far everything's been out of control and of course he feels unsafe mm -hmm. in every situation are you kidding me you would too so in order to counteract that, we have to start honoring when he does tell us right. what a when limit is. When he's asking for, yeah, yeah, when he said, like, this is my line. Yeah. And so far, it's actually been really good because he came and saw me during first the other day. Um, and he was like, I just, I don't want to talk about what happened in class, but I, I think you know I'm here. And I was like, yeah, yeah fair. you're fine. Let's art and hang out. Yeah. And then we talked about other stuff and he was good. And he was like, I'm going to go back to class. Nice. And that is huge. Yeah. For them to just feel safe enough to be like, I felt a way. I need some time. Mm -hmm. I'm good now. I just. I've calmed myself and I'm happy to go back to class. I love that people are respecting that boundary too. Yes. For, for, especially for me, like if I, if I had that. Yeah. I would have been at a way like I would have been a lot further along in, in the journey of like yeah. mental health. Right. Like to be able to go. No. And people go, oh, OK. Yeah. And not revisit it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, are you sure that's a no? Right. Like, no, I meant no. And I shouldn't have to say <laughs> it again. That's not the right answer. <sighs> so You're frustrating. like, go away. Like, well, you have choices. Die. <laughs> but also you don't. Mm -hmm. I, I offered you choices, but one of them's wrong. Exactly. And that was one of the things Setting I them had to tell failure. them was like, Ugh. you need to offer choices. But if you offer choices, each one of those choices is correct mm -hmm. and okay. And there can't be one that's like, well, but I know I offered you choices, but I really wanted you to pick this one. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. So we got to work with our brains and not against them. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to do. <laughs> no, no shot. Like, yeah. It it does. It takes a lot of repetition yeah. to to beat out the repetition. Right. Well, you right? have to unlearn before you can relearn. Mm -hmm. And then what you relearn, you can you're literally changing the wiring in your brain. Yeah. Well, for me, like everything was coded in mood based learning. 
Yeah. So like it it was the I remember the first time we talked about like I'm feeling away. Yeah. And I'm not like I'm physically feeling it, but I'm not emotionally feeling it. Right. And I was confused by yeah. it. And you're like, oh, no, that's simple. That's just your body's reacting because of this trigger. And you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. I'm wired for this now. Right. Right. And and unwiring it took forever. Yes. But now it's to the point where I, like anything that used to trigger me is is like processed first and right. not a trigger. That's exactly it. And that's really what we're trying to get to is feel a trigger or like a trigger occurs mm -hmm. feel away but be able to wrap around that yeah with your like coping skills and with your ability to deconstruct that mm -hmm. and then using supports right to be able to go i feel away because of a thing i know that i am safe but i need some time to like process what i'm feeling yeah or like i would like to do something else or that's triggering for me right now. And I'm going to go because that's really the thing is we're starting to understand triggers as a whole, yeah. as a society, but we're not understanding that people need to be responsible for what happens after they're triggered. Right. That's and that's hard to teach. Yeah, because it's like it's something you can say in a sentence, yeah. but you can't oh explain. Well, and you can't say it to somebody and be like, you're responsible. No, for exactly. Triggers. Because they're like, but something was done to me. And now I'm reminded of it. And like, you're like, yes, oh, but the world the is not going to cater to your triggers. It's not even a fight. It's that I don't have the way to guide them through it. Right. Because it's so tailored to every situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in they're not coded for it. They're not their default isn't to go. Hmm, you're right. Let me analyze this deeply. Yeah. Come to a conclusion and then walk around it. And yeah. it's like it's so much harder than that. Right. All I can do is is slowly get them to understand that they can control their emotions yes. and their feelings and the way they react to things. Because that's the thing is like if we view ourselves as victims or like at the mercy of our feelings, mm -hmm. oh buddy, that's like a loss, a hard, right? Hard road, yeah. Because you do have control, and not to say that what you're feeling is not valid. That's right. not at all what we're talking about. Mm. Because your feelings are valid no matter what they are, but what happens after you feel the feeling mm -hmm. that part is up to you. Yeah. And that part is what you're responsible for. And if we can go, ah, triggered, recognize that I'm triggered and then go, okay, I have all of these like skills mm -hmm. that I can apply to this to help myself be less triggered or work through that trigger. That's what we want to be doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did. I processed Yeah. and it didn't even take long. I was just like, I had to calm down, yeah. be like, this is why you feel that way, Chris. And this is how to move forward. Yeah. And I and I did. And I was able to like join back up with the right. the conversation in like five minutes. Yeah. It wasn't even big. Right. Because taking that time is not a loss. No. That's that's super important. That's yeah, that's huge. Giving like, yourself time. That's that's it's appropriate. It is appropriate for you to be able to walk away from conversation that you're like, I'm really uncomfortable and I'm feeling away. I got to go deal with my own self right. right now. That is not a loss. And that's not like, oh, that, it can't be morally bad. No. Right. I feel in that situation, too. I always worry that people are judging me for it. Like yeah. I'm trying to, to say something that I'm not. Right. You know, like, oh, I can't be a part of this right now. Like it's either for attention or right. it's it's for like I'm making a statement about something. Yeah. It's like, no, I just literally right now. I, I know this up. is unreasonable. 
but I'm processing this yeah. in my way because yes. it's not reasonable. Right, because we have to process because unprocessed emotions, they don't go away. No. They, they just don't. go in a nice box that's actually a jack in the box with a really <laughs> and big the more you spring, put in it, yeah, um, and you're putting it under pressure, and then one day in your thirties, it's gonna attack you for fun. It will, in the middle of a conversation you're having with your mom, <laughs> and it won't be fun for anybody. No, nope. not that I know from experience. <laughs> that definitely didn't Ooh, happen to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, it hurts to think about. <laughs> It You'll was like, tell me that story. <laughs> hi, mom. I don't think I've ever heard that story. Before. No, it was, it was bad. bad. Time. It was bad. Ooh. It was the beginning of the bad times. Okay. So like we're talking before surgery, yeah. like before back surgery okay. and everything was piled on and led me to the, the dark times that yeah. were. Yeah. The bad times. Yeah. The not so fun times. Mm -hmm. Do you want to take a break? Yes, I think so. And then sorry to end on that note, but we're going to come back and we'll talk about um, like healthier coping skills. Yeah. And then how this applies to people with chronic illness and EDS. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we need the adrenaline and then that can be a problem also. Right. But we'll talk a little bit about the nervous system in general and how to bring yourself back to a place of calm. Mm -hmm. And feel safe in the calm. So that you can enjoy the now. Yes. But we're going to take a break. And on that break, you need to drink some water. Hydrate or dehydrate. Drink water. It's good for you. Not coffee. Water. Hydration. Good. This isn't water. It's vodka. Um, but, but hydrate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> little does anyone know, I'm always drunk when we do the show. Could Never seen imagine? him sober. Ever. I don't think I, you've ever seen me really drunk. I, I don't think honestly. I've ever seen you drunk. We've never like actually been able to drink together because we're on a lot of medication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But have a drink of water. Have a snack. Because, because you, you are a snack. snack. There you go. Take it. Take the compliment and love it. Okay. Yeah. Um, go outside. Get some sunlight. It's really good for your sleep schedule. You'll feel better. Maybe take a stupid mental health walk. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I love that. Good that reference. Way. Good right. reference. <laughs> um, and if you're manic or you have the propensity to be manic, do are you? Check in. Just do a little check in. Yeah. And, and you know, it's okay. It's okay to be manic. Just manage it. Yeah. And I mean, do you can do a check in with yourself no matter what is going on with you. It's probably it's best never, for everyone if we do yeah, that. It's never a bad thing to do. No. Check in with yourself. See what's going on. But yes. Uh, we're going to go do some of those things right now, and mm -hmm. then we will be back. Bye. Bye. Oh, hi. Do you like Fantastic Pains? Would you like to see more of the Fantastic Pains podcasting crew? If so, you should join our Patreon. The Patreon, as we like to call it, is the new home of our behind-the-scenes content, full uncut recording sessions, our short-form videos such as TikToks and YouTube shorts, and our past live streams. You can also find some Patreon-exclusive content such as our new music reviews, lost episodes, and is the new home of our mini voices series, all of which can be found in our higher tier, dubbed The Only Pains. The Patreon is the best way to support the podcast, so whether you want to see more of us or just want to help us grow, feel free to sign up following the link in the description below, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of the show. No, Welcome I'm back. Just... How was your break? I got her good. I accused her of making fun of me and then totally switched the tables on. 
He's a monster. Oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, how the turns, turns have, have tabled. tabled. <laughs> we're back. And uh, we're going to talk about healthy coping skills. Yep. And learning to let go of that panicked state, as well as kind of going into panic attacks in general. Yes. Yeah. A few of us have had them and, um, and how to get back to a grounded state. Yeah. Well, and it seemed pertinent. We, yeah. during the live, we talked about it. Yeah. And everyone was like, yeah, no, it makes sense. So, so I think it's a good, it's a good time to go into it. Where do you want to start? Uh, Let's reiterate this part. Right? Okay. So, yeah. So literally when you've lived in a constant state of fight, flight, freeze, fawn, um, your nervous system is constantly activated. Your cortisol levels are through the roof. Yes. So that's your stress hormone. Right. Um, and it's like your, your, brain fog is going to be bad. Your mm -hmm. memory is going to be poor. Um, you're going to be exhausted all the time because living in that state is so exhausting. Yeah. And you're just spread too thin all the time. Yeah. And it's also likely that you are pushing your emotions down in order to deal with the crisis itself. So uh, do you want to do panic attacks first? Yes. Okay. We should do panic attacks first. Sweet. Not because it makes sense, but because <clears throat> we have people here that are willing to talk about our panic attacks. Yes. Specifically so, mine and yeah. Randu's. Yes. So you've had panic attacks. When was your like first what you can remember to be a panic attack? Oh God. Um, I used to get them a lot in high school. Mm -hmm. And I'm only just now realizing that. Yeah. Um I know it's weird in retrospect to like not recognizing what yeah. Yeah, but that's where they they originated from. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not sure what triggered them because it was, you know, forever ago. I, I'll have to think on it. But the main ones that I've had recently were based on trauma that I had as a middle schooler. Yeah. And because it's mine weren't really based on like being overstressed. Mm -hmm. They were literally triggered. And then I was having flashback memories and yes, That's and terrifying. reliving moments. Yeah. Well, because what you went through was extremely traumatizing. Just a bit. And then you weren't allowed to process it for a long, long time. Yeah. No, it's like I said, I was yeah. I was 30. It was right when I started having back pain in general. Yeah. And I was talking to my mom and I was like, I think that was around the time someone said that I was the victim of. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not a victim of. I was it. there like I was just, it. you know what I mean? And. They're like, I didn't get shot. I said something to my mom and she she's like, oh, well, you know, it's not like you were there. And then I was like, actually, yes, I was. And then that kind of broke me down. And then I just yeah. kind of let it all out. And then after that, like it was something I was constantly dealing with. Right. Like weird noises would trigger it. Yeah. I would have just out of nowhere panic attacks. Yeah. I'd be like, Jen, I feel really weird. What's going on? You remember you would also cause yourself to have panic attacks with the imposter syndrome like mm. when we were first trying to get you diagnosed yeah. like going to like the cdc guy um oh doctor clinic. related panic attack mm -hmm. yeah i forgot about that yeah because i was like they're not gonna believe me anyway no yeah and nothing we did was getting results like mm -hmm. we were getting zero results yeah and we just kept trying and trying and and then that was before we started seeing diane yeah well that was before uh the suicide okay. attempt the suicide attempt was the turning point mm -hmm. where i was like i need to take this seriously yeah and 
figure out what physically is wrong with me and then work yeah. on the mental at the same time. Right. Right. Well, and then my husband had panic attacks um, for a while um, in the last two years. Right, Ryan? Yeah. It's been probably about a year since I've had one. Yeah, it's been a bit. He, um, they started right around the head injury point. Yeah. Yeah. Right about that time. Yeah. Mm. So he was having panic attacks, mainly at work, but also at home. Um, do you know what the triggers were? Honestly, not really. Did okay. it seem like it was like an overload, like a stress thing? Yeah, it, I, I'm sure that that was part of it. It, I think it mostly just happened when things felt like out of control. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I get that. Yeah. A thousand percent. Right. Well, and that's when you were dealing with kind of understanding the um, the bipolar as well. Yeah. And so you were fighting the bipolar. You were fighting a head injury and you were fighting um, like all of the legal nonsense oh, that was God, going on yeah. at the same time. It was a lot. Yeah. What were panic attacks like for you? Like, could you describe it like what you went through? I mean, I, I can very distinctly remember my first one because I thought I was having like a heart attack or a stroke. Okay. Um, it just, it, my whole body just tensed up. It was it, like, it almost felt like being in a car accident while sitting still. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because I've had panic attacks. I had panic attacks. Um, I had some pretty bad PTSD after a pretty major car accident when I was a teen. Mm -hmm. um, and literally, like, I would I, I would faint. It would they would be so bad. They would be so unbelievably bad that I would pass out. Makes sense. Like um, if your heart rate jumps and then. Yeah. Well, and then dilated. usually I always felt like I had to move because it's uh, that like weird feeling yeah. of like I have to move or I'm going to die. That was that was the like imperative. That was the demand mm -hmm. in my brain and in my body was like, move now, move. You have to move. And usually it was happening while I was in the car. <laughs> so there was not a lot I could do about that. But I was having um, flashbacks. Yeah. Um, and it was also really hard for me because I was dealing with the memories of the car accident and the driver didn't remember. He was yeah. knocked unconscious and had a really major concussion. And so you were so the one left with all the... I was the one left with the memories yeah. of what had happened to us because I was the one who was awake and aware mm -hmm. the whole time. Thanks, EDS. Yeah. They did say that I should have been dead. So thanks, EDS. Right. <laughs> but it's just, it's insane. Do you feel like it started in your body or started in your mind? Um, or like equal amounts? It was pretty equal. Because the okay. first major one I had was literally me reliving it. Mm -hmm. And I felt it in my body first. Yeah. Like the panic and the confusion yeah. of it all hit me. And then I was I was just in it. You know what Jesus. I mean? Like I was in the memory. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. And it, everyone I had sense was, wasn't as intense as that main one. Yeah. But they were very physical. Like so I, I even started having some that were just the physical response mm -hmm. without any of the mental. Like I was saying, like, yeah. it really confused me. Right. Yeah. His are very physical. Um, mine are the exact opposite. Really? Uh, like physically, 
I shut down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can't talk. Like, I can move technically, but. Mm-hmm. But everything's I internal. I shut down. Yeah. And, yeah. It's all internal. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, yeah. Outside of the car accident. Because they thought I was having panic attacks for a while. Yeah. But we still don't know if that was panic attacks or if it was the esophageal spasming. Oh, yeah. Or what it was. Because, like, I thought they were panic attacks for a while. But then I was able to fully ground and still have, have the panic the, attack. Yeah. The, like, the symptoms within my body. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my, mine were, like, I remember I could see, like, the flashbacks. Like, like that was the first thing was the flashbacks. Or in the car, I was predicting accidents. Oh yeah, and I could see them. It was. It wasn't like I was like remembering it. I could. I was literally in it. And yeah, aware. Mm-hmm. And like I wasn't allowed to deal with my emotions for a long time because like I had to be the one to get my, like get the driver out of right. the car. You were I had in to crisis flag mode. Down help. I had to like hold it all together well and then afterwards dealing with family like it yes. wasn't like you were you were invited to be emotional right well and i was on like in and out of consciousness for like a week yeah and then even after that i was um like i was having panic attacks at school yeah and teachers weren't understanding and i remember one time my friend suzanne had to like she she i was like sobbing at the desk because i was like i need to go to the nurse and the teacher was like no um and i was sobbing like i couldn't hold it all back yeah and my friend suzanne went up to the teacher and was like that's ridiculous i'm taking her to the nurse right now yep. and she took me down to the nurse and i went home but like i was terrified of driving i was having nightmares mm-hmm. about crashing um and then that continued until i started learning how to drive but I was still having dreams about like wrecking cars. Oh, yeah. And losing control and all of that. That's that's where like the for me, the <clears throat> the sitting, I always had to know where a doorway was because yeah. the second half of that trauma was hiding in, in rooms trying oh, to avoid yeah. the door because you were worried someone was going to kick the door down and just shoot us. Yeah. So like there's a lot of like knowing exactly where you are in the room. Yes. And trying to put yes. people between you and the door. Well, and being able to see everybody without having to like yeah. turn too much. Yeah. And watching people who pass by in the corner of your vision. And mm-hmm. yeah. 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 The hypervigilance is intense. Yeah. And that's that's what would kick it off would be the hypervigilance. Like mm-hmm. it would be like a, a like firework would go off because we have danger. a guy over here who does his yes. own fireworks and he's always setting them off. So it'd be like Annoying. out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, it's like the middle of January and bang. And you're like, oh, great. Now I'm in fun, <laughs> you know? Yep. Oh, God. But it's gotten so much better after addressing it. Yeah. Like doing the actual therapy about it and yeah. learning the, the grounding techniques and coping skills. Right. Like it's not even a thing now. Like if they go off and and I'm like even remotely triggered, it's I handle it like instantly. Right. Right. It's that like think first, react second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that took it takes a lot of work to get there. It's something that you have to practice. And I think it helps to have that like a buddy Mm -hmm. who you can either like call to help you ground if you are in the middle of a panic attack or someone who's nearby to you who knows what's going on and knows what to do. Yeah. Because for Randy, Randy, what was like the most helpful thing for you? like helping you to end a panic attack or come back from it. 
I think probably grounding techniques. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I taught him how to do um, the like five, four, three, two, one grounding. Yeah. Um, and that was super helpful because we could even do it over the phone. Yeah. And that helped, I think, a lot. Yeah. I mean, you did it with me a few times. Yeah. Like over text. Right. And then I, I would oh, have he's Jen. done it for me, too. You, yeah. you did like think about sailing. Now do this. Now do that. Like, it's just mm -hmm. it helps so much. Sorry, you were going to say something. No, no, I was just and I, I had either you or Jen. Yeah. Like always available. Right. Which made it so much easier. And on the flip side, having a guy who's always setting up fireworks was a plus because I got to practice the skills. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Over and over again. Ugh. It Fun. was rough, but yeah. So I use like the five, four, three, two, one grounding a lot, which mm -hmm. is like, what are five things you can see? What are four things that you can uh, hear? I think is the other one. Yeah, and then touch. And then what can you smell? What can you? Um, and then we change it a little bit because I didn't like the last two because it's like, what's something you can taste? My mouth? I right. don't know. I'm going to lick the dirt. I like, I like mm. the last two. Yeah. And then we did what are two things you're grateful for? And then what's something you like about, about yourself? yourself. Yeah. Or what's something you like you are you appreciate about yourself? Which is great for self-talk, too. Yes. So you go from panic attack to like self-esteem. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. It's it really does. So. It just helps you to be able to put yourself back in the present mm -hmm. and reaffirm the fact that you are safe in the present right now. Yeah. Um, so even like if you're reliving the fact that you weren't safe then and everything feels unsafe now, you're still where you are. No matter where your brain goes, you're still where you are and it's okay. We need to get those cards against anxiety. Yeah. And I have a set. I just have them at work. Yeah. We need to have them on. Yeah. Because they have really good, like, breathing techniques, too. What's up, Jen? Um, somebody else being around mm -hmm. me helps the most. Like, the... Yeah. I do use the grounding. It hasn't... It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, I do use the grounding of, like, touch, especially. Mm -hmm. um, to be more in the, the now. Yeah. But somebody else being calm helps me be able to calm down more. yeah yeah right well that like physical touch is a big one mm -hmm. i think especially if it's something where you're reliving something else yeah i mean it depends on the person so don't like oh they're having a panic attack let touch. me go touch them Tickle you might get fight. punched or they might start crying yeah Ugh. but having like i know when i'm really upset and i'm having a hard time grounding having heavy pressure mm -hmm. helps so much yep. like I remember one time just like sobbing. I don't even remember what it was about. And I gave my husband a hug and he put his arms over top of me and, and then pushed down. Yeah. And I instantly was like, <sighs> yeah, okay, I'm better now. And he was like, don't you love that feeling? So weird. The like, <sighs> yeah, the release. The release is that. huge. I also learned about if you inhale, inhale again at the top. Yeah. And do reset. that like three or four times. And that helps to calm your nervous system. Because mm -hmm. that's really what you're fighting is you're fighting your, against your nervous system. I do it all the time. Jen's always like, why are you sighing? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I think I need a reset. <laughs> yeah. I needed to do something. I don't know. But yeah, no, that's one that I like to use a lot is the uh, big breath. Because breathing exercises are hard for me just in general because I want to like remembering to belly breathe is good. Yeah. Um, 
but I have a hard time with that one. And I can actually make things worse if I breathe. Right, wrong. Like in the wrong moment. That one was always easy for me because I did choir. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, but if I'm starting to feel anxious, I'll ask for a hug from Chris. Yeah. And he hates it, but <laughs> how he smells calms me down. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I'm safety. I remember like approaching panic attacks and then reaching over and holding my husband's hand. Yeah. And then instantly my body would like release, relax yeah. and be like, no, you're safe because you have this person. Yeah. And they're looking out for you and you're OK. Um, so, yeah, find a buddy, find a buddy who can help walk you through those grounding techniques because yeah. it can be hard when you have like flipped your lid when you are in fight, flight, freeze and fawn. You literally don't have access to the normal thinky part of your brain. Mm -mm. The reasoning part of your brain is gone because now we are in lizard brain and survival brain. And that's all you got. Yep. <laughs> so having someone else there to help direct you back into a like thinky brain state. Yeah, that's all we really need. So helpful. Yeah. yeah. So helpful. And then you can talk about like what's going on or what has mm. triggered you or you can address it in different coping skills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other thoughts. Oh, that, that one. Mm. Mm. Sorry. It's my, oh my son gosh. having fun at a farm. He's so cute. We sent him off to the farm. Um, it's a very mm. sad day. Little farm in the sky. Little, little, little mm. buddy in the farm. Which one were we? This one? <laughs> this one. Yeah. So if you have EDS and I'm sure this happens with other chronic and invisible illnesses, um, we use adrenaline to function. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. It's like nature's coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and we've heard this from a lot of people. Yes. Like we've talked about it before in lives, yeah. but it's, it's like an ability you can develop to just have an adrenaline drop so yeah. that you can do something. Right. You're like, I have this thing coming up. Let me get hyped. And then there's yeah. the adrenaline and right. you go off and do whatever it is. Getting ready for work. Like. Oh, I have God, my cup of yeah. coffee and then I get like my boom, boom, boom. I got to go because like my brain's always like you're late. And that's the adrenaline. Yeah. Uh, mm. Like, oh, you got to go. You're late. You're late. Mm -hmm. So then I get can get ready and get out the door. But then it's all for me, at least. I just never stop moving throughout the day. Right. And so I constantly have a little baseline of adrenaline <laughs> going to keep me moving throughout the day. Mm hmm. Um, it's not the healthiest thing in the world. And people are like, you need to pace yourself. You need to, blah, blah, blah. but if I literally, if I relax, that's it. Everything falls out. Yeah. Because we have to maintain a certain amount of tension pressure, yeah. and pressure within our body to keep our joints where they're supposed to be. Yep. And to be able to walk and to be able to climb stairs and to be able to like run across the building and help kids and bounce from desk to desk and change positions over and over again. Yeah. And fight pots. Oh God. <laughs> like I was noticing this the other day I, when we were moving things around mm -hmm. that, that that was part of what was upsetting me was the, like Dude. having to stop. Yeah. Because then I would be like, all right, let me sit in a position that's going to hold me together for the next 10 minutes yeah. while I wait for them to give me permission right. to do something. Well, And you can't even let you can't relax. No, no, I was go. I was curled up yeah like i was in a ball i was like all right yeah i'm good which is why like it's really hard when teacher not teachers good god help me when doctors tell you 
but you need to pace or you should be taking breaks or yeah. you need to find ways to relax and do self-care. And you're like, but that's the enemy. Right. <laughs> you don't understand. I have to have tension because otherwise I don't function. And starting back exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we're built on momentum, very much on momentum. Oh, and that momentum often starts with a little bit of adrenaline, mm-hmm. uh, which can make it really difficult. But can also make us more prone to panic attacks and anxiety. Right. Because, again, Cause you have your that, body. <laughs> the mood based learning. You're going to yeah. have an adrenaline drop. You're like, what's going on? Yeah. Well, and your poor body's like, who are we fighting? Yeah. And also, why are we doing this all day long? Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know. We can't do it without no. it. <laughs> what, there's adrenal fatigue is a thing you can get yes. developed, too, mm-hmm. which I'm sure I've experienced yeah. a lot yeah. because even even without doing it on purpose, like it was just something that happened all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when we first thing in the morning when I check my watch. Yeah. Like halfway through the day, my biggest spike is in the morning mm-hmm. for my heart rate. Yeah. So I'll be at like 152 first thing in the morning and then the day. Yeah. No, like I would get fight or flight all the time randomly. Yeah. Especially in my like late teens, early 20s. Right. Just nonstop. Yeah. For no reason. Did you get that like um, feeling of impending doom mm-hmm. constantly? Yeah. All through my teens and my 20s was this like constant like waiting for something Just to happen. Just dread. Yeah. Yeah. Something is going on and I'm not privy to it yet. Mm-hmm. And that's making me anxious. Oh, God. There were so many nights I would wake up and be like, oh, God, something bad happened. Something, somebody died. Yeah. Uh, there's been an accident. Like something. Something has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's challenging. And it's really challenging to try to get doctors to understand because they want you to relax and take yeah. breaks. And We can't all be Raduga with the hot EDS doctor. Right? Well, hot EDS, EDS nurse. nurse. And then a doctor. You get a hot nurse and an EDS nurse? What? Yeah, that was amazing. What I'm not jealous. Duck? <laughs> I'm not. This is my anti-jealousy face. Anti-jealousy face. I'm so happy. His eyes for you. are not green. They're blue <laughs> with sadness. <laughs> sadness. I'm so sad. Yeah. Jealous and sad. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Oh. Sorry. This is something Ruth posted. I don't know if you saw it or not. Maybe. When you blush, your stomach blushes too. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that was super interesting. Hmm. She posted that as a fun fact. She read it in a like at a physician's office. And weird. I was like, all right. So s- weird. That's so bizarre. I yeah. wonder why. Huh. I mean, it makes sense for like where you feel embarrassment in your body. Exactly. That makes sense. Embarrassment's a weird one. Yeah. Oh, man. But lesson being find some helping healthy coping skills. Yes. To bring yourself back from that brink. Um, Find what works stop for you. waiting for the other shoe. I know you want to, <sighs> but you have to be able to let go of the anxiety and the like fight for control. Mm-hmm. And honestly, not having control is not a bad thing. It's not. If we had control over everything all the time, can you imagine how anxious? Oh, God, you would be trying to control just a like, stress ball. You just have tons of balls in the air and spinning all these plates. And no, no, mm-hmm. thank you. No. Yeah. So there is there is so much more to life. Yeah. That you don't need to be in control of. Right. So let go of some of that control. The actionable things are what you need to worry about. The waiting is just waiting and then start recognizing 
when you've come out of crisis mm -hmm. and work on letting down some of that guard so that you can be present and enjoy them. Yeah. yeah. Beautifully yeah. said. Thank you. I like words. She got to the words. The words. And now we're going to do 20 minutes of calm. Staring into each other's eyes. Staring at Jen. I'm feeling calm. Oh, she's blushing at me. No, I love it. <laughs> cute. I hate it. You're blushing. <laughs> Stop. Because I said cute. Guys, this isn't funny. It's cute, though. Yay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Great. Great. Crunchy. Uh, Crunchy. You. I just do all the pops now. All right. Should we say goodbye or yeah. do you want to model some coping skills? Um or do you want to wait till we have our cards against anxiety? anxiety. I and then really we can want to model some anxiety. of those coping skills in a different way. They're episode. so good. I want to do it. I'm going to have to. I'll bring it home from work. With what me I'm thinking is point. that we could do a short series on TikTok yeah. where we go over card. Per, that would be cool. I like that idea. Nice. Yeah. And if you guys have any ideas on topics or you have any comments on what we've talked about, please, please, please leave us a comment. We love hearing from you guys. We appreciate it so much. We love your participation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you found value in this at all, if you could like, share, subscribe, um, yeah. What was it that Light and Love said? Smash that like button Smash with a, a sledgehammer. Yeah. Yeah. Smash the like with a sledgehammer. Do, Do it. it. Do it. And subscribe because there's more. <laughs> there's we'll, always more. We'll be here. Yeah. We'll be here all week. It'll be fun. So. <laughs> oh, and join the Discord. Yes. Join the community. We're, we, we love when people interact. Yeah. And there's so much to be gained and so much fun to be had. Yeah. Just by hanging out with people. And literally all we do all the time after we get off our like lives or interacting with the Discord is talk about how wonderful these people are. Yes. And how on earth did we collect such amazing humans? It's true. So come join our clan of amazing humans. The menagerie. We are the trash panda Of trash nation. pandas and bipolar bears. Yes. And some zebras thrown in there. Yeah, a little bit. It'll be fun times. Mm -hmm. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate your engagement mm -hmm. as always. Um, yeah. Anything else? I love you. We love you. Indeed. And I love you. Aww. <laughs> love the support. So <laughs> they love each other and stuff. Yeah. Did you want to try your idea of shooting the summary of the episode now that it's over oh yeah we could we oh we, could. we have to end it first yeah yeah but we could try that we're almost there sorry guys all right my friends <laughs> it's time to go because we got stuff to do our producer just said so so <laughs> i'm gonna mess this up really bad she's got this. She's i'm got trying this. so hard not well. to mess it up but my brain is like do it wrong on purpose do it do it fail fail <laughs> we love you be kind to you, be kind to others, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Good episode. Yes, I liked it. Well done. We did good. Thanks for participating, Rand. Yeah. I guess fuck Jen.
Well, <laughs> you were just quiet over there. Yeah. Jen was like involved. So I was trying to include you. I love that. I guess fuck Jen, right? Fuck. God, God. damn it. That was great. Jesus. Yeah, point it out. Now she's angry. God, now I, I have to deal with Jen, her. I love Jen, okay? Sure. I love you, Jen. I love you, Jen. I love you. Thank you for participating.